Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our new episode. Today I'm going to talk about the second part of what the hell is wrong with the gaming industry. Now, in this one, I'm going to talk about the big topic. Basically, you all know it, microtransaction. In the first part, I talked about how many great ideas are being thrown out there, but they're being ruined by how fast they're being put out without even any, you know, polishing or even thinking about the story, and it ruins it. Today, we talk about, well, stupid strategies and, of course, multi, uh, sorry, microtransactions. So, first of all, what the hell is a microtransaction? Microtransactions were introduced during the late era of the 7th generation, mainly for PS3 and Xbox. PC didn't have this crap just yet. So, what were they? They were introduced as means of, means of you know, adding to your gameplay making it more easy for you to play the game. So at that time, it seemed like somewhat of a really drastic choice that nobody would follow. I mean, nobody thought it would actually become a thing. But slowly, it gained traction. So now we have fiascos like Battlefront 2 and many others who basically just, just suck. So... Why do we have microtransactions exactly? Nobody knows. The thing is, in the past, when we had a video game, where they were like, you know, secret characters or, you know, guest characters, they were not DLCs, they were complete games. I mean, you paid for that game, you got the complete package with so many extras. In fact, if they wanted to add something, they would call it an expansion pack, and that would be a hell of a lot. I mean, so much... That basically would be complete game on its own. In fact, it had its own city. So, it was pretty cool. Back in the day, of course, we used to have expansion packs only for PC. So, even now, when I hear the words expansion pack, immediately I'm thinking of PC. In that case, if I'm thinking like DLC, that's a new thing. So, microtransactions came in to basically just change the scenery a little bit. Like, offering you new choices. But were they any good? But did they actually poison the industry? To be honest, in my opinion, microtransactions destroyed the video game industry. Why? Because developers found a new way to make money off of people. At first, many people thought that these were things that were not important. But as time grew and passed, we thought to ourselves that maybe it's not that bad at all. But then, we realized later on, they are bad. Why? Here are a few examples. We have microtransactions in a video game like GTA. Do you, wonder ever, do you ever wonder why GTA does not take money from you to actually make DLCs? You want to wonder? Don't wonder anymore. They actually make a lot of money off of microtransactions. Their microtransactions are actually kind of logical but really steep priced. I mean... For $1 million, you have to pay 50 bucks, maybe even more, I'm not sure. So, doing that, you will actually get $1 million in the online multiplayer. But is it fair? Not really. To be honest, now that I think about it, it's not totally console's fault that microtransactions got this way. We had them. We had them in a different way. They weren't even called microtransactions. But then... We had mobile video games, games that prompted you to pay money so you can keep playing. This was a dick move. 
very bad. I mostly blame Clash of Clans and Candy Crush Saga. Why? I have seen my friends pay through the nose for a few gems for the Clash of Clans. In fact, when people bought them, people would say, that, huh, that's cheating, you're a cheater. So people wouldn't buy them sometimes. But as time passed, we, re we realized everybody's buying them. Why shouldn't we? I admit, even I once bought a gem pack. I paid a lot of money for it, by the way. So, are they to blame? Hell yes. Mobile game industry is mostly, not mostly, 100%, every single one of them are about taking money from you. Whenever you see a game that's for free on the Play Store, you should know it's not free. South Park actually once elaborated on this, calling it freemium and that it has premium content. So you think you bought a game for free, but you didn't. If you want to keep playing, you actually have to basically pay money or most of the time gems, which are, you know, gathered by getting money, paying money. And if you do that, then you can continue playing. If you don't pay, well, you have to wait. How long is that wait? Pretty long, if you ask me. You can pay like 50 gems, for example, in the newest game, Harry Potter, and you get to play and, well, it basically refills your energy. Or wait for two hours. I'm not kidding. Two friggin' hours to finish. And during that time, you're actually getting strangled. So your character is getting strangled for two hours. There are other games, though. Stardom and, uh, of course, like I said, Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, Many, many, many clones of Candy Crush, Angry Birds even, Angry Birds 2, introduced its stupid mechanic and was just stupid. So, why? Well, they cannot put money on the video game, can they? I mean, imagine if they ask you to pay 20 bucks for Angry Birds, would you? Hell no. So, Rovio thought, why not introduce microtransactions into the second game? The first one didn't actually have that. That's being honest. It didn't have it. Not even Angry Birds Seasons, but Angry Birds, that one actually, Angry Birds 2, that actually had microtransactions. In fact, you had like three tries per level. It was really daunting. So, microtransactions are a way for people to make money. But where do we draw the line? Well, if it does affect your gameplay, then, yeah, it sucks. You should not pay for it. But if it doesn't, then you can think about it. I mean, if we're doing something like, you know, a mobile game that you can actually wait in real life to play it again and again, it actually is not that bad. You don't have to pay for it. It doesn't make you. You know why? Because you can actually manage your time. It kind of helps with that. But another game, like, for example, Battlefront 2, in the beginning, I'm clarifying here, in the beginning, not the old one, you had to pay money. Why? Well, if you didn't pay money, everybody else would have gotten the best characters. That sucks. Microtransactions were introduced as a way of making extra money. But before that, we had DLCs. DLCs were a means of basically saying, eh, we're lazy. We release it whenever we want and we take money from you. In the past, you had to put it on a disc. So if you didn't, if your content didn't actually have a lot of weight, People wouldn't care. They wouldn't buy. Nowadays, they'll accept anything because they think to themselves, huh, I bought a game. It sucks. Developers say, 
wait for an update, we'll make one. After that, many, 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 many updates, nothing changes. What the hell? So, what are some good examples of microtransactions that doesn't affect your gameplay? Overwatch is one of the best ones. Overwatch is a game that actually makes you want to pay for those skins. If you played long enough and you have a relationship with those characters, you want to buy those skins. You basically buy a loot box. And you keep trying, 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 trying until it drops. They actually made it a little easier to get it, but for someone like me who has played it long enough to actually only get duplicates now in the loot boxes, it's kind of frustrating. Because if the game wanted to actually drop all of them without having duplicates, well, every time I just have to buy like $20 of loot boxes and be done with it. So that is a good example. It doesn't affect gameplay. It does make you want it more. And work for it, which, to be honest, I'll get to this part again. It's not fair, but still, you can work for it. Then we have Rainbow Six, where also you can buy loot boxes or gain them. And basically, it actually tells you what are your chances of a rare or a legendary type. That's a good thing. Most microtransactions don't affect gameplay. But, at the same time, they are taking away your gameplay fun. Well, imagine you're playing and you see a few people having that skin, you don't have it, you're getting frustrated, and, you know, you just realize that you didn't pay money to try to get yours, they did. So they got it easy. Does this mean that they deserve it more than you? No. I think, in fact, if you actually work for it and then you get it, believe me, you are the one who deserves it. It's not easy. In fact, most games that have microtransactions, they are very difficult. To get them. I'm not kidding. Most games that have microtransactions, it takes a hell of a long time to actually get one loot box, let alone 20 to in just increase your chances. If you buy a 20, there is a chance that you get at least one legendary skin. That sucks, right? I will confess to having paid more than $120 in loot boxes to just get those skins. Maybe even more. I'm not sure. Probably more. Two games. That's two full games. Why do, why do people say that this feels like gambling? Because it does. Well, in gambling, you don't feel like you're paying actual money. You have chips. And you pay in small doses until you suddenly pay a lot. Same thing with loot boxes. At first, you pay five bucks. You get a legendary skin. You're like, oh crap, I'm going to get another one if I pay more. You pay ten. You pay twenty. It's not much, but when put together, it's a pretty high number, and it's scary. It's scary when you actually realize, holy crap, I paid a lot of money for this game. It's even worse for people who live in countries who actually have to pay a lot more than the 20 bucks. Like, for example, in my country, dollar used to be the same as my currency, as our currency. Now I have to pay 10 times that. So imagine, instead of paying basically $20, I'm going to pay now $200. That sucks. So, they're not worth it. DLCs are worth it sometimes. I mean, if DLCs come out with great content that are worth the money that they're asking, sure, let's buy it. But microtransactions are things that actually affect you. It doesn't necessarily have to affect the gameplay. I mean, yes, with Battlefront 2, we saw the prime example of how it affected the gameplay. How people got frustrated with EA. 
You can also see it with FIFA 18 and so forth with the foot system, FUT, FIFA Ultimate Team. It again affects the gameplay, because if you pay for it, you can actually get Cristiano Ronaldo and win. If you don't pay, you play five years, you don't get him. The thing is, microtransactions were introduced as a way to make micro money, small amounts of money. But as time grew, they introduced even higher priced options that were like even $100. In fact, in Clash of Clans, we actually have a $100 option. How long do you think that'll last? Not a long time. The other problem with microtransaction is that mostly kids use it. Kids don't, don't have the patience to wait a lot for energy refills or anything. They just want to enjoy the game. And when you're just tapping the game and it finishes, it just takes like maybe two minutes, maybe even less. So how do you expect a kid to wait two hours to just tap the screen for two minutes again? He's not going to wait. He's going to pay money. And if he doesn't have money, if he doesn't have his own credit card or something, which literally kids don't, he will search for the parents' credit cards. That is bad. You are actually putting in their head that, hey, kid, you want to continue? Go get your parents' credit card. I implore you, do it. That sucks, doesn't it? How they manipulate kids? Mobile gaming is a poison. I'm saying this outright. I will be more than enough, I will be more than happy to pay money for a game on mobile that's actually worth it. We had games that were actually worth the money. I will actually support the developer even if the game is for free and I don't have to pay for microtransactions. I will be more than happy to actually pay them. But I will not pay for a game that I can actually wait to complete and it does affect my gameplay. That sucks. That's for mobile gaming. Mobile gaming has a very shady way of doing business. Their microtransactions are why we have them in video games, in consoles today. Console gaming, on the other hand, the microtransaction today we are seeing is mostly cosmetic. That's fine. Cosmetic stuff are things that you can actually buy yourself or just pay for them through microtransactions and loot boxes. It does not affect the gameplay. But at the same time, they're fun. You have something to work towards. For example, every time Overwatch gives a new event, you have to work to get those skins. If you can't, last option would be to buy them. Or even try. But for every other thing, sometimes it does affect gameplay. With Call of Duty, that affects the gameplay directly. You have to work hard to actually get loot boxes or better yet supply drops. And sometimes you get like weapons, you get some cosmetic stuff. You get weapons. How is that fair? So I have to work my ass off to get a high level to actually get a good gun or pay. Why? The culture of microtransactions have been so bad that even most of the stuff that has been free in the past, you must pay for them now. Prime example, Tekken. Tekken is a fighting game. If you guys probably know it, it's a very good rival to Street Fighter. But today the game actually sucks. It's no longer good. It's basically boring. The story is terrible. And the gameplay has not improved at all. Whereas other games have improved and new games have come that actually just took the throne from Tekken.
Street Fighter is even in a bad slump right now. So Tekken offered you a hell of a lot of modes. Arcade, um, team battles, and even a Tekken Bowl minigame. What happened? You have to pay for them now. You have to pay for Tekken Bowl. Why? The shit was actually free on Tekken 5 and the PSP version and even Tekken 6. Why do I have to pay for it now? Hell, if you want to do a team battle, which should have been on the original game, you have to pay for it. This is a bad culture. Microtransactions have led the developers to believe that first of all, people are happy to pay. Second of all, we can make anything else that we want and people will pay for it. This is not a good culture, guys. We should actually make a stand. I know it's hard, I know it's pretty difficult, but we have to. People did it with Battlefront 2, I'm proud of you guys. But now, let's make another stand. Let's say that we're not gonna pay for some shit. If this, you know, for example, DLCs are becoming microtransactions now. Why? Because microtransactions are supposed to be micro, very small. Nowadays, you have to pay a lot of money. They actually start with $5. How is $5 a microtransaction to those developers? How do you figure? You think we have deep pockets or something? I mean, nobody obviously is going to buy the $1 package. So they're going to probably opt for 5 And they say, well, I'm paying 5 Let's pay for more. This is a problem. It sucks. And unfortunately, we don't have the guts to fight it. Some games don't deserve to be bashed for the loot box system. But they have to be bashed for the unfair drop rate. That is a fact. Overwatch did fix the drop rate problem, but now it's back. They need to fix it. If I'm paying 20 bucks, I'm expecting at least two legendary skins, not one. That sucks. I actually got no new skins in the Overwatch anniversary, and I didn't even pay for one. I just kept playing and playing and playing, and I got like four or five loot boxes per day. Then I got frustrated. I paid. I still got nothing. Not a skin from the previous events or the new one. Why? Microtransactions are supposed to be an extra. Right? Something that if you wanted, you could pay and have fun. If you're going to have a rough time just basically killing yourself to get a skin to get a cosmetic item this should not be the drop rate should be much higher worse worst thing is actually that sometimes you have you actually have to pay to get a decent gear going into the game i'm sick of going into every game and they're asking me well what do you want you want to work your ass off and grind or do you want the premium option for ten dollars Hell, with Battlefront 2, you actually have to pay 80 bucks. This is a bad thing. We should change this. Microtransactions are the poison of the video game industry. DLC, not pretty much. That's, that's actually a standard. I like it. Because they actually spend time on making their game and extra content. But, here's a but. If it's supposed to be for free, if it's not worth the dollar, why should we pay? For example, Tekken Ball was an example. Some characters are actually on the disc. I don't know if you know about the fiasco that came with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 
or some other games. Sorry, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Sorry, was, this was the game. If you actually followed that game, you knew that every DLC character that they wanted to actually say it's under development was actually... You know what? They were on the disc, but hidden under a code. Same thing right now with Dragon Ball Fighters. No, though it's not the same. They don't actually have the characters or the models on the disc. They just kind of, you know, got ready to say that, okay, we are hiding Bardock, Broly, this guy, this guy, this guy. And when the time comes, they will make the characters. Though they did have their own stickers and stuff like that. But other than that, nothing else. Gaming industry needs to move as far away as possible from the very shenanigan that is microtransactions. I agree, it's a way to make money for developers, but don't make it like this. If the industry needs money, don't do it like this. We are seeing many, many games today that they will sell for 60 bucks. Then you have to pay a lot of money because it's an unfinished game. And then you get like a DLC, which again is not substantial. And then microtransactions. Did you know that Rockstar, EA, Activision, they all make a hell of a lot of money off of microtransactions? And that they are now changing so many features of their game to be purchased by microtransactions? Basically, it's like the joke we always make. In the past, you paid 60 bucks, maybe even less for a game. You get the full package, all of the cheeseburger and cheese, the burger, the uh, bun, lettuce, everything. Now, you pay 60 bucks, you just get the bun. Everything else is DLC and microtransaction. Destiny 2 is another example of how microtransactions failed and people hated it. It was an unfinished game. It was repetitive. It had nothing, and they asked for 60 bucks for something that could have easily been an expansion pack. Nothing changed with that game. Every skin, every set of a skin was hidden behind a microtransaction. That sucks. In the past, it wasn't like that. It was in some other things. You could try and grab them, or if worse come to worse, pay money. But the game would not have been affected by it. Just saying that gameplay is affected by microtransactions so they mustn't be there is not enough. The very fact that you, your gameplay gets affected, that is what makes them bad. If your gameplay, if you having fun is destroyed by doing so much grind, so you get one skin, one weapon, that makes no sense if you can just pay with money to get it. That is a sin. We play games to actually feel fun. To just feel the best that we can. To just escape from the world we live in. We don't want to be frustrated every now and then just because we didn't get a skin or, I don't know, a weapon or something. I'm not saying make it all free. I'm not saying make it all unlocked or something. I'm just saying make him easier. The rate of difficulty between a normal grind and a purchase is like one millionth to one. You have to work one millionth time more to get that thing, which does not give you a sense of satisfaction. Or simply pay and save yourself like so many hours. 
don't do this. This industry is much better than it deserves. I mean, this is not what this industry deserves. We were the pinnacle of media at one time. We had the greatest stories, greatest experiences. This is ruining that reputation. And believe me, people are watching. By people, I mean every single guy out there who thinks that gamers are kids, who think that gamers are idiots, who think that gamers aren't worthless, and think that games are for babies. They haven't even played Last of Us or the likes of it to know how serious gaming is now. We don't want this microtransaction. Make it fair. Make it so that the amount of time you have to put to get something is not going to be affected by how much money you pay. Make it so that someone who doesn't pay money gets as much fun out of that box and game as the person who pays money. Make it so that when somebody pays money, we mock him and say, Huh, why the hell did you pay money for that? You could have done this. Make it satisfying. It'll happen, I'm sure. It will. Look at the likes of Sony and Microsoft with their exclusives. I have actually, I don't have that much of a knowledge of uh, Microsoft and their exclusives to know how much microtransaction they need or get. But I know with Sony, their exclusives are mostly single players. And you get the best out of that 60 bucks, maybe even more. Look at the likes of CD Projekt Red. They make a game that has DLCs that are free basically because, well, you purchased the game. You paid for it. Rockstar does the same thing. Sure, they get money because of microtransactions. But at the same time, they say, okay, we get a lot of money. Instead, we give you free DLC. We give you a lot of stuff because you deserve it. You paid for this. Activision says, well, you shouldn't have paid. And now that you did, pay us more. Who cares? EA says... Huh, Activision did that? We're going to do it. Don't be like them. Don't pay. And let's send a message to these guys that we love our games and we want them the best way we know how. This is me, Farzad, coming to you with the latest podcast. Thank you for listening in. And I hope you will have a great day, night, even evening. So see you guys very soon. And tonight we also have a review of Batman number 50, which I'm just going to get angry about. (laughs) See you guys very soon.